Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition of This Week in the Bush League, hosted by the Chief and the Champ. I'm the Chief, and I hear Otani's name being kicked around in a trade, and I think there's some value there, and I think he might be traded. Mm-hmm. And I am the Champ, and I think the Chief should have a YouTube channel talking about ballparks and the etiquette at ballparks. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to talk about Yeah, I guess... I'm going to discuss that a little bit, but uh, all right, go ahead. What, what, You're going to do that in the walk-off, right? So we won't uh, we won't explore that now. But uh, do do you like, the ballparks you go to? Do you find that there's less etiquette or etiquette not being followed? Uh, yeah, I think at certain stadiums they're just they they're, they're just clueless. But I, I don't expect people. to – I mean, think about it. Most people don't have any kind of management. So let me just take an example for you. All right. You're at a grocery store, right? And you're standing back uh, against one side of the aisle because you're looking at the products on the other side, right? Yeah. Because you can't see because you're old like me. (laughs) You have to stand back. (laughs) Um, So so when somebody walks in front of you or if you walked in front of somebody, what would you do? Say, excuse me, sorry about that. Exactly, exactly. Do you know how many people? I'd say over half of the people have no idea. They they just, uh, yeah. Ignorance is, 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 is abound. <laughs> That's actually a good idea, though, about the uh, about rating the ballpark etiquette. Yeah, yeah. I, it's, so um, I can't wait to explore that uh, in the walk-off. Tell me about uh, Otani, because I've seen some things. Yeah, I've seen some things, too. And at first you think, like, oh, the Angels aren't going to trade that guy. But they're, they're waist-deep in this salary that's not working out for him. Um, Otani is certainly working out for them. He's a guy you can move and free up some, some salaries and get a lot for him. Like I, I I was watching the MLB channel and Plasic said something about the Braves would be a good fit for Otani. And he mentioned a bunch of minor leaguers. But I'm thinking, like, if I'm the Angels, I would do Otani for Acuna even up. And I think if I was the Braves, I'd do it. Cause Acuna, oh, yeah. Acuna I definitely would do that. Huge, huge salary cut with the same type of offensive potential. And the Braves have to take on some salary, but they get a pitcher with that for a couple years at least. Um I, I, and at, fir- at first, when you hear it, you're like, eh, they're not going to trade a ton. It's ridiculous. But then you think, like, I don't know, maybe they, they could. They, they could trade a ton. So let, let's, um, since that's, this is part, this kind of goes into my actual walk-off. Let's, let's uh, save that. Let's put a okay. uh, pin in that, and we'll talk about that in the walk-off. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, all right, let's go to the Fab Review. So... So, CBS is late. It's, yeah, it's so here we a... are. We're, we're recording this 8.46 on a Sunday morning and nothing. And you had asked me before we started uh, the show, do you think there was no bids last night? And I said, uh, definitely there were bids because I put in a couple of bids. So, I, I just refreshed my email and checked nothing. Yeah, I'm refreshing the website, too, as I'm, as I'm talking and nothing. Yeah. We have to stick Bob Kirk on him. Ah, brother. CBS, you know, Jamie and I try to help you, give you the benefit of the doubt at times, even though we make fun of you 
but you, you, yeah, you, you're just you're bringing this upon yourself here. Well, and, and here's the thing. Okay, I, I understand it. Um, I've noticed some things. Um, I play on a couple of different sites, and I notice uh, Yahoo. You really can't go back and check stats. It's it, it's it's hard to fact check there, and and their um, um, desktop and mobile devices they don't kind of sync up. But you don't pay for it. I mean, we actually pay 150 bucks for this. Yeah, that's a good point. I forget about that. Yeah. All right. Um, th- so did you put a bid in? La- I guess you didn't put a bid in last night? I, I didn't, no. Oh, okay. Nope. All right. Yeah. I, w- I would imagine, I guess we can talk about this, that Kyle Finnegan will be the big um, the big person out there, unless I'm missing something else. Yeah, and I'm not sure how good he is. Yeah. Oh, he's not, but, yeah. but you know, the, the chance to have, you know, maybe, what would you say, possibly 10 saves the remainder? That might be a lot. Yeah, that's a big possible. I think he blew a save last night. Yeah, yeah, I guess 10 is, because we're here at the end of, oof, yeah, that's, uh, I'm sorry, six. I thought we had three more months. We only have two more months, right? Uh, Two more months, yeah. Yeah, wow, okay. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. So so we can't talk about any of the fab review. Um, all right, standings review. Uh, where are we at here? Uh, you. Well, I'll do the overall first. Uh, dudes at yeah. seventy and a half. Sewerhawks pop into second. The Lakers in third. I mean, they're they're really the top three right now until the Ducks can find a hitter. Um, as well as the stat men find find some offense. Uh, I think that, you, well, you don't watch basketball, but you have watched basketball in the past, right? Yeah. So I'm going to make a basketball analogy here. This is okay. This is the Lakers weathering the run from the other team. You know, there's always a, a, a little run, you know, 12-2 run, 14-4 run. This is the Lakers weathering the run. And his offense has really been really bad the past two and a half weeks. And I'm curious if uh, that will pick up for him and he'll be able to to kind of make up the ground. If you remember, the Sewerhawks had this. They had to weather the run from the Statman last year. And they weathered it. You know what I mean? Fell behind yeah. a little bit, came back, and uh, walked away with it. So I'm wondering if the Lakers are going to – they're just weathering the run. That's That's what they're doing. Um, um, so, so looking at the Lakers just real quick, um, it looks like this upcoming week they have a number of teams that only have uh, players that have five games. So I, I don't suspect that's going to get much better. Um, he still has Harrison Bader, um, um, I guess, uh, on his uh, active. I don't know if he just put him there this, this past week, but all reports are is that this plantar fasciitis is not getting any better. Plus, the Cardinals are headed to Toronto, so we know, we don't know how many players are going to be uh, actually playing this week for St. Louis. Yeah, and then uh, looks like Taylor's starting his rehab assignment. Chris Taylor. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I'm sure he's working the phones. I mean, he's got some pitching, so if he to deal for a for an offensive player, I'm sure he's working the phones. And then we got and, the and trade deadline. And we're going to talk about the dudes in terms of injuries and if they can sustain, you know, a, a fairly big injury coming up. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, yeah, we'll talk about that as we as we get get to that side. Uh, as far as the week, 
I'm guessing these numbers are valid. Who knows? Um, you have 77 and a half points this week. Yeah, but that was, what, one and a half days? Oh, that's is, right. Like, I, I guess yeah, it's only Friday. Yeah. Uh, excuse yeah. me. It's only Thursday and Friday. Saturday hasn't been updated yet, which I just had a bad Saturday night. So oh, Saturday so night is not all right with me. Even the, even the stats weren't updated. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, so at least maybe what they wanted to do is just give me a break, to give me a little snapshot to say, hey, I was in first place for, you know, uh, uh, a two-day period, which, yeah, that won't last. Well, I'm seeing my team um, stats up from last night. But I don't know if it, if they added it into the aggregate. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. All right, I get it. So it's been a complete mess so far. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, there's not much to talk about. Well, what we decided this week is to go down uh, each of the teams and talk about the best draft pick, correct? Yes. All right. And you did your research. I did my research. You ready to go over these? Yeah, I'm sure your research was much more in-depth than mine, but we're going to find out since we didn't talk about this. So no, we uh, didn't. fire away. All right, so we're going to start with the Roosters. Uh, All right. I, I, I think based on the roster, uh, Pablo Lopez at $1.55 was the best draft pick uh, that I okay. paid for. And let me just go over some numbers real quick. 109 innings, uh, seven quality starts, which is pretty good for him. Six wins. 107 Ks in the 109 innings, which is a nice ratio, only 35 walks, uh, 314 ERA and a 109 whip, and he got beat up his last outing. So pretty good numbers for $1.55. Okay. All right. Um, let, let me explain what I did. I took a look at the, the auction uh, amount that we paid and compared it against a website's earned auction value thus far. Okay. Oh, so okay. I'm, I'm, right. I'm looking at, at the two of those. And um, I, basically what I have here is that Ian Happ um, looked like one of your best picks. You picked him up in the auction for a buck 35 and he's delivered a value of, of $2 thus far. Okay. All right. Let's see. Now that. we'll, we'll see if that continues because did you, didn't you say that uh, Ian Happ's on the trading? I guess everybody for the cups pretty much. Yeah. Is on the trading yeah, block, right? I, I mean, I, I've read his name in two articles. That's all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, let's go to the Bulls. All right. Uh, I got Hugh Darvish at $1.85. I think he's had a really good year. 115 innings, 14 quality starts out of Hugh. Uh, nine wins, 109 Ks, 34 walks. He's got a 328 ERA, but he's got a .97 whip. So I think at a dollar eighty-five, that, that's a, that's a really that's a really good pick. That was a nice comeback period. Um, I'm going to go with Charlie Blackman. Ah, uh, yeah. Charlie Blackman was picked up for a buck fifty-five, and quietly he's returned a value of two dollars and forty-two cents. Okay. Um, I, I know when when Charlie Blackman's name came up and it got into the, you know the dollar twenty dollar forty range, I was I was out because I I thought that he was on the decline, but um, he continues to put up good numbers. Yeah, he's had a good month. Um, I, I, right now he's at 57 RBIs and 15 homers. So that yeah, that that's a good that's good uh, that's a good spot to be in. At, yeah, uh, his, o, his OPS is over uh, is over 800, which is what you want. 
Yeah, I, and and I had him kind of earmarked. I looked at that when uh, when I was doing this. All right, let's go to the Bearcats. Um, I picked Eric Lauer on this one. Okay. I, I I was looking at Nimmo, but he didn't have any stolen bases. So I looked at Eric Lauer for forty cents, and and the Bearcats have got ninety six innings out of him, eight quality starts, six wins, hundred Ks, thirty one walks, a three six four ERA, a little high, but he had a one one six WHIP right now. So that's what I went with. Eric Lauer, 40 cents. Uh, that's a pretty good uh, return of investment there. You know what? I, I don't think I, I, I dropped down that low because I was looking at the top players, um, which I think yours is probably better. But um, the person I had was Kyle Schwarber because he went in yeah. uh, $2.50 um, yeah. at the auction for Kyle Schwarber. And, and actually, um, Schwarber's returned a value uh, to this point of $3.50, which, you know, you go big on those kind of players. You're not really hoping – I guess you're not really expecting them to return dollar values like that. You just hope they perform up to that level. And when they exceed it, um, all the better. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, that for 250, that's that's a good number. All right, let's uh, move to the Ducks. I got Josh Bell here at a dollar 85. So okay. right now he's hitting 308 with an 889 OPS, 49 runs, 13 homers, and 50 RBIs for under two bucks. Again, good ROI on that one. Um, again, good job by, by you. Um, I have one of our um, show favorites, Sandy Alcantara. Uh, yeah. um, again, he got up into the $2.40 range at the auction. Um, he has an earned auction value of about three sixty, and um, he, he might be one of the top five players. Um, and we're probably going to talk about him later in the show as well. But uh, so far, so good. Alcantara. Yeah, agreed. All right, let's go to the Rebs. Um, this one was t- it was actually pretty easy when I picked this one. Wilmer Flores for a nickel. Let me throw the numbers at that Wilmer's put up so far. 251 average, 773 OPS, 48 runs, 13 homers, 51 RBIs for a nickel. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, double down on that and say yes, he is uh, the best. Kind of surprised me, um, as you talked about the auction uh, amount was a five cents. His earned auction value is two dollars and nine cents. Yeah, he's got more ribs than Josh Bell. Yeah, yeah. Who would have expected that? I know, particularly might, in that lineup. He might on be that the, team. He might be the best player drafted in the entire year, like the whole yeah. league, right? Yeah. Um, all right, let's go to the Hawks. This one was a little difficult for me, but I I went Matt Olson. I mean, he paid three sixty for him, but he's getting the eight thirty six OPS. He's got eighteen homers, sixty two ribs, forty five runs scored. It, it goes to the point where uh, when you spend that kind of money, you want them to at least meet their expectation, and I think he's meeting his go. expectation. Okay. All right. I went a little differently. I I, I said Rowdy Telez. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. He was picked up in the auction for forty cents and delivering uh, an earned auction value uh, of two twenty four. Has eighteen homers and fifty seven RBI uh, thus far this season. His his uh, his batting average is low, but but we don't care about that. And his OPS right now is about seven sixty. Okay. So for forty cents, I think that's a pretty good pickup. Yeah. Yeah. Rowdy Telez. Um. And then we'll go to you, the auditors. Oh. It really was Harper until he, he got hurt, obviously, until he got hit by that pitch. I mean, Harper was earning every nickel that you spent on him. 
Um, yeah. But since he's hurt, I went with Jock Peterson for 70 cents. You got an 836 OPS, 36 runs, 17 homers, 43 ribs, and uh, three stolen bases. For, for 70 cents, it's a, that's some pretty good numbers. Agreed. And the only thing I'll add to Jock Peterson is that he returned a value of $2.15, and that's excluding a slap. <laughs> or I should say that's no slap in the face, but, yeah, I missed that one. Okay. All right. Did, so did you have Jock Peterson for you? Yeah, I, I did. Okay. All right. All right, we'll go to the Statman. Statman was they, – they had a couple guys. Um, yes, they did. I'm gonna, I went with – C.J. Crone at a dollar ninety. He's got an eight okay. eight ninety two OPS. He's hitting two ninety five. Fifty five runs, twenty one homers, and sixty nine ribs. It was tough, but that that that's who I that's who I went with. I'm going to guess that the other guy that you went with, because I put down two as well, is uh, Tony Gonsolin. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fifty cents at the auction, earning a value of two dollars and eighty six cents. Yeah. And Tuan Walker, you could throw in there as well for fifteen cents. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's go to the Lakers. Um, I went with Merle Kelly for thirty cents. Now listen, thirty cents. He's got 100, uh, 110 innings, ten quality starts, nine wins, eighty nine K is a little low on that side. Three two six ERA and a one twenty one WHIP. Thirty cents. I think I like that pick. Um, I, again, I didn't get down that far in terms of the earned option value. I think it's less than $2, um, so I didn't pick him up there. I think yours is better. Um, I had Joe Musgrove yeah. at uh, at two fifteen and earned option value um, uh, just north of there at $2.38. Okay. Yeah, Musgrove was another guy I had. Um, I was looking at as well. And then lastly, the dudes. Um, this was difficult initially because half the – People on his team, he he didn't draft, but I, again, it goes to um, spending money and getting value out of that. I went with Max Scherzer. I mean, four twenty-five. It's a lot of cash, and he's missed some some starts, but uh, nine quality starts out of the twelve he's made. Seventy-five innings, ninety-eight Ks. He's only walked thirteen guys in seventy-five innings. He's got six wins in twelve starts, two twenty-five ERA and a point eight nine WHIP. And it's worth every nickel. Um, the dudes were really difficult because, like you said, there was so much roster movement in terms of players changing. So I didn't really have anybody down. And, you know, the way he built his team, he had a lot in, in retention. And his retention picks have done really well. He's traded really well. So he's really, you know, being at the top of, of the standings, he's really done a really good job of maneuvering his team in season. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So who did did you pick anyone? So I I no, I didn't have anybody. And yeah. and I'm looking I'm just scanning through his his roster right now. Um so he had Kyle Schwarber for a while? He did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he had uh you know, I'm just looking at the at the people he he had, you know, Juan Soto on his roster who got clipped a couple of times, right? Wait, he does have Kyle Schwarber. Yeah. Yeah, he has him now. Uh, yeah. Oh, he has him now. That's right. The, the, the trade. Um, I'm just looking at people he had. Juan Soto, Ian Happ. And, you know, let, let's let's be honest. That maybe one of the best fat picks of all uh, so far this season was Brandon Drury. Yeah, I know. I agree. So he's, yeah. he's, he's, managed, he's managed his roster 
really well. And, you know, just as we've talked about Bob Kirk doing that and, and, and Rick doing that, again, the reason why they're at the top of the standings. Yeah. Um, yeah, he has Schwarber now. I, I, he, that was in the Castellanos deal. He gave up Castellanos for, for um, Schwarber to Tom. Okay. Um, where are we at here? All right. Uh, text talk. So, yeah. So, Bob, let me just read this here. So, Bob Kirk sends out, never realized how hard it is to find the Phillies game on TV. Major League Baseball clowns it again. I know I sound old, and you do, but let me simplify this. We have a dying sport with less participation and viewership. Let's make it harder to watch the games. Bravo. Uh, a lot of sarcasm in there, right? Uh, a lot of yeah. passive aggressiveness in there. Uh, yeah, that that they're two symptoms of getting old: <laughs> passive aggressiveness and sarcasm. <laughs> but but uh, okay, so if if we cut through the sarcasm, and I understand this, he sent this out Friday night when the um, Phillies were on what Apple TV. Is that what they were on? Um, okay. Yeah, they were on they were on Apple TV, and, and and I'm not sure if Bob ever got to watch the game because he he never followed up with that. And I, I would love to know if he did, but let, let's let's be honest, he, he he's not wrong. Um, you know, half of the viewership, uh, you're, you're right, it are people expected to watch on the exact same station that they want. They're not people that are going to watch on YouTube TV or on Peacock or Apple TV. Um, they're going to watch on the station that they watch on, and, and let's let's think about this for a second. If you pay, if you pay for MLB TV like you and I, those games are blocked uh, are blocked off because they have exclusive rights with Peacock or Apple to watch that. So yeah. once again, it's it's you know, and and, and a lot of uh, like I think NBC was it NBC Sports in Philadelphia yeah. pay a lot of money for Phillies games. Yep. It, it, this is just another cash grab. By by Major League Baseball, uh, it, it does nothing to to attract new uh, viewership, younger viewership. Right? Are, are people going to say that are 25 years old that are watching things on TikTok? They're going to say, "Oh, look, this is on Apple TV. Let me watch this. What is this sport? Is this is this cricket? Uh, no, nope, I think I'm going to turn this. Bye. Eh, they're not going to watch. So so Bob is not wrong, and and I love his sarcasm. Yeah, I I agree. It, because people at our age, if you didn't have Apple TV, it would take you four innings just to set the thing up. <laughs> so here's the here's the interesting part, right? Uh, we're, uh, we're recording this on Sunday morning. Uh, Phillies are playing at noontime on, on Peacock. So good luck today, Bob, trying to find that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, the other, the, the other uh, note we have in here is the uh, – Best Major League Stadium. I guess it's stemming from my text yesterday because we were we were at the Pirates game. Yeah, and and, and you know, all right, let let me start here. When, when you said that it was the best stadium, uh, I responded quickly with top five, and I think I need to narrow that down. It's definitely top five. It might be top two or three um, stadiums there. Um, but I, I guess I wanted to ask you, um, what makes it the top stadium in your opinion? I think the aesthetics of it inside the ballpark, uh, you know, if I think just looking out over the city and the bridges, um, I I just think it, it is a great spot. Uh, There are a lot of restaurants within walking distance right next to the stadium. Um, Yeah. I, I, that's what I think makes it 
one of the best stadiums in the big leagues. If so not compare and contrast it to Philadelphia. It's the best one I've been to. Uh, well, the, the aesthetics of what you're looking out at, um, you know, Philly being in South Philadelphia, there's really nothing there. I mean, they, they made that Xfinity Center, but and they have McFadden's, but that's really it. Um, Philly might have better parking just because of how, you know, it's in an open space, but um, it, it's it's not close as far as sitting in the ballpark and and looking, you know, the, the surrounding area. It's it's not close. So I, w- I would say that for Philadelphia, because that's the closest one to me, and I would drive to that. Uh, I, I like where it's located because you can get in fairly easy um, in and out, um, located by major, um, major highways. But if I'm visiting from out of town, it's, it's a horrible place to go see a game because you can't walk out from a hotel really or from a downtown area and go to the game. And, you know, I've been to, um, I'm looking here, I've probably been to 23, 24 of the 30 stadiums, something like that. Okay. So, so uh, yeah, I, I would say um, that Pittsburgh is, is one of the best because of its proximity to other things. Um, in, in terms of views, I, I would say that, um, it's it, St. Louis is nice because it has the arch there, but it doesn't beat Pittsburgh. I, I, I would say one that rivals Pittsburgh is um, San Francisco. Uh, but you got the bay the right there in, in, yeah. in right field. Yeah, I've not been to the new one. I've been to Candlestick. Yeah, yeah Candlestick was, was an abomination. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so I'd be interested to see what other people have kind of chime in here. Yeah, I mean, downtown stadiums are, are really cool. A lot of them, like, you know, like St. Louis is downtown. San Diego is, is right downtown. Baltimore, Pittsburgh, uh, it's, 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 it's the way to go. I mean, you've been to Yankee Stadium, right? Um, both. What yeah. did you think of that? The new Yankee Stadium and the old Yankee Stadium, right? I, yeah, I've been to both. Uh, I felt like the new one had a lot more room in the concourse <laughs> than, than the old one did. I mean, it, it was pretty tight in there, the old one. Um, yeah, I think it's cool. I mean, it's nice. I don't think it's it's the best, but you know, it's Yankee Stadium, so you know. Yeah, I mean, they they I guess basically what they did was was take the old Yankee Stadium um, blueprint and just expand it a little bit, right? Yeah. It's it, yeah. it's very similar. Um, one of the things I found very annoying when we went there what over ten years ago was that you know when you stand to go watch the games. What you're looking at at Yankee Stadium is the back of the bleachers. I mean, they, they couldn't even do it in a, in a location where you could still see the game, and I, I found that to be uh, really annoying. But it, it is nice to have wide concourses because when you go to places like Wrigley Field or Fenway Park, just because of the age of those stadiums, tight. it's uh, yeah. it, it's really tight. Um, yeah. Oh, you know, one one stadium I forgot to to, to uh, talk about was was Coors Field right downtown uh, Denver and. Uh, you get to you get a view of the uh, if if you're up in the upper levels you get to see the uh, Rocky Mountains which is which is really nice. Yeah, so I've not been to Coors Field. I went to a game out there when they were playing in Mile High. Mile High, yeah. yeah. And I, and you got to watch, see the Bronco. And I went in April, and I think it was like 27 degrees out. So so you're not. Uh, I'm going to take it that you're not an indoor um, fan. Um, but how about when they open those? those stadiums up let's just say like um you've been to minute maid park in in houston right yeah what'd you think i liked it 
I didn't yeah, mind. It, it was, yeah, it wasn't bad, right? No, I, but I also been to the Ranger Stadium, and I, I thought it was horrible. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I think that might have been the worst baseball stadium I've ever been to. Other than uh, R- there were, R- RFK was pretty bad. RFK was really bad. All right, yes, that was bad. I can, I've been to some, some really bad ones. Um, old Olympic Stadium, that was bad. Okay. Um, let's see, I, I was at the... Uh, the mistake by the lake, uh, the old municipal stadium in in Cleveland. That yeah, was bad. That. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joe Robbie down in in Miami. Uh, there was nobody there at, well, that, at those games. The, yeah, and that's a football stadium. That was the problem. It with was Candle a football State. stadium, right? The Candlestick was a football stadium. They have that fence, and then there was like fifty yards behind the fence, and you, you know what I mean. It was horrible. Yeah, they're yeah. all football stadiums. But but in terms of indoor stadiums, it's it's nice when they can open it. Like we went to uh, Chase Field in, in 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 Phoenix, and it just because of the oppressive temperatures yeah, yeah, in they, Phoenix, yeah, they, they never open it. It, yeah. it just felt bad. Versus going to let's just say uh, Seattle, um, which the stadium is open quite a bit. It, that's a really nice stadium, and that's also right downtown. Yeah, well, their roof is because of the rain, probably. Yeah. Not necessarily because yeah. of the heat. I mean, Arizona and Texas, it's the stifling heat. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, uh, chime in to us and, and let us know your thoughts. Uh, baseball news, all-star game. Did you watch this? No, I did not watch it, nor did I even look at the box score. I just understand that the uh, AL won its ninth straight game. Yeah, I, I saw the two homers. I watched the okay, like so, three so who, t- take take me through it because I, I didn't watch any of the games. So so I didn't who see did the, what? I didn't see the National League score. Um, I think they scored in the first, uh, and then in the third, uh, Stanton hit a rocket. I almost jumped out of my seat. It was a two strike pitch, and Gonsolin rolled one in there, and he jacked. And Stanton killed that thing, and then the next guy up was uh, the guy from Minnesota. Um, the young guy, the center fielder. What the heck's his name? Oh, Buxton. oh, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know he was. Byron Buxton? Yeah, he he might have hit a two-strike pitch. And that it was up. It was up in the zone. And he, he uh, pulled that thing into the stands. And that was it. That was the end of the scoring. So, yeah, the National League lost 3-2. I hate the uniforms. I wish they would just wear their uniforms. What I, did they wear? They wore, I don't even know. Like, it was gray and gold and it was weird i uh, I, I i just wear your uniform like how hard is it so so isn't there some parallels to what bob was saying is, is, is that they're trying to attract younger viewers and have those city connect uniforms and again younger viewers aren't watching baseball just have the traditional all-star game like um for the for the traditional baseball fans i i don't know what baseball does to to attract younger viewership um i I know they're trying to do some community outreach um rbi club that type of thing but i don't know what do you think do you think it goes the way of uh, it's a little bit slower on its decline but it goes the way of boxing Mm, i don't think we're there yet no there's a lot of money to be made in right yeah 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 so they they try different things i'm I'm not a fan of of the different uniforms they I just, I don't know. Yeah, maybe people like it. I, I, I just don't. But yeah, the, is it is it the pace of play that annoys people? Um, is like, I, again, I compare it back to 
the NFL, which I, I don't understand why so many people like it that have never played the game before and don't really understand the game. And But it, it attracts huge viewers. And I think you've tried to set me straight and say, hey, it's all about gambling, right? A lot of it is gambling, and it's really only yeah. once a week. So you, you, it's, you, only, it's once a week that your team's yeah. playing. So you can, you can etch out four hours pretty easily once a week. Okay, so what, what you're saying is that people really don't have – here's one of the things that I – is that people really don't have the attention span for, n- number one, baseball and, and the three hours, and number one – and number two is the fact that it's every day. Because you look at a team one week and then it's changed the next week. P- people just don't have the, the every day, the, the, the grind. They don't want the grind, right? They get that at work, and that's what baseball is. That's part of the reason I actually – I actually like the game, and uh, football is just different, right? You can watch once a week and then talk about it the rest of the week, which I find extremely annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and I, 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 when you you had mentioned a couple of weeks ago about you go, th- you have the inverted bell curve with baseball, and I, and I, I think I do too. Like I haven't watched much in the past couple of weeks, and I'll, I'll uh, yeah, I'll start picking yes. it up again. Yeah. But I, I, I did see that, uh, you know, the Astros took two from the Yankees this week. And they yeah, kept, and, they and, and the Astros gap. have been beating up on the Mariners, too. Yeah. And let me also tell you that not only is it an inverted uh, curve in terms of baseball interest, it's also directly correlated with my team's um, mm. performance. Okay. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, other baseball news. So we have some injury notes. Jazz Chisholm with a broken vertebrae in his back. That's not yeah. Good. He's he's out. He's out until September, and right. I gotta believe right yeah. now that the dudes, um, knowing how active that they are, um, they're looking for for somebody to 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 replace Jazz Chisholm. Um, yeah. yeah, that's that's really a bad, yeah. no pun intended. That's a bad break for him. It is, uh, and then uh, the we I feel like we talk about this guy like every two and a half weeks. Tyler Stevenson is injured again. Yeah, yeah, the poor guy. He comes back from the IL um, in the first or second inning, foul ball that breaks his clavicle. He's out probably for the season. And uh, Matt's uh, did he miss a start, or did he get injured during the start? He was supposed to come back. Uh, we talked about this on the podcast the Sunday before the All Star break. Yeah, they got rained. And out. the Cardinals got rained out, so he was back last night and was pitching really well. Had given up two runs early, but had struck out like five or six in a row. And a ground ball was hit down the first baseline that he tried to field. Probably should have let Goldschmidt field it in front of the bag. Tried to pick it up, fumbled it, and then landed awkwardly on his knee. And now has tweaked his knee, and they're not sure. Uh, at the time of this uh, recording, whether it's going to be any kind of sustained um, time on the IL or if it's just, uh, you know, day-to-day. Okay. Um, yeah, so that – that who – do you have Matt? I don't have Matt. Okay. Um, that's a great question. Let's, let's see. Who does have Matt? Uh, the dudes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, <That's>, boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. All right. Not that he he wasn't in his lineup, I don't think. I think he was just he was on his reserve roster. Um, and I I saw an injury yesterday because you you had texted me and and wanted a report on Max Mayer Meyer. 
right? Meyer, yep. Yeah. Uh, he pulled himself out after the uh, third uh, – while he was pitching to the third batter last night. I, I – it, it was a kind of strange. He, he – uh, first pitch of the game, freaking Newman swings and pops up to the first baseman. He struck out either Cal Mitchell or Greg Allen. I don't know who it was. It, maybe it was Allen hitting second. And then uh, Brian Hayes was up. He threw two pitches to him and then waved to the dugout to come get him. Um, The trainer and Mattingly went out. Mattingly was talking to him and literally turned around and walked away in 30 seconds. Mattingly. So it it looked like like something was going on. You know what I mean? He he didn't – you know how some pitchers will throw a ball and then move their shoulder or – like flex their elbow, yeah. none of that. He he just came off the mound and waved his glove. So, um, what's being reported is that he's dealing with elbow elbow okay. discomfort, which that can't be a good thing. No, they need to shut him down. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I yeah, and you know, a young guy with elbow injuries kind of makes me nervous, and I'm going through it now with uh, with Edward Cabrera. Because he had that same issue. Now he did make a rehab start this week, and we'll, we'll see. But that that's not good, right? No, yeah. nope, not not at all. And and it was really weird because I just texted you because I have him in a couple of other leagues, and um, I'm like, hey, I need a scouting report on him. And then you <laughs> texted me back really quick and told me uh, he's out of the game already. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah, but what I what, I think I texted you. Don't trust him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't know if I would trust him. Um, yeah, and, and then I, you know, that game last night, um, the Marlins just looked really flat. They're not scoring any runs. They, 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 I think they were in two games of 500 before the All-Star game, and, and they, they, they just look flat, man. They, they look like a team that's kind of marking time right now, unfortunately. What I hear you saying is kind of like the same old Marlins. Um, they really need to infuse that roster with some some, some bats. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just don't know how I don't know how they do it. Um, well, they try. I saw that. Uh, go, I well, mean, I saw that they brought up JJ Bleday. Yeah. He, right. He got a, he had an at bat yesterday. He did. Yeah. He came in uh, as a about the middle of the game, sixth or seventh inning. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, they tried. Garcia's not performing. Aguilar's not performing. I mean, they, they tried to add something. It's not like they didn't try. It just hadn't worked out for them this year. Um, yeah, well, with, with Solar and uh, uh, um, Chisholm now on the, the yeah, IL, it's, 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 it's not getting any better. Yeah. So, um, you know, the other thing, when I was watching the game, um, I, uh, Cruz was in the lineup. And, and here's the thing that concerns me with, with Cruz. I keep talking bad about this guy, but I think he's phenomenal right now. I, I think he can be phenomenal. Is that he? Here's a guy that's young, that's really, really never probably dealt with any, you know, bad performance over an extended period of time. <clears throat> they, they need to find a veteran that that can kind of guide him a little bit. Like I, I see him at the plate, and he um, he strikes out a lot because he doesn't have any discipline. He didn't strike out yesterday. He put the ball in play every at bat, so um, which I think is a big deal for him right now. 
But I, I, I look at their lineup and I think, man, you guys need some veteran, a guy that can, that, that can help him how to become a professional hitter. And I, I, I just don't see that in that, in that roster. But it's just a thought I had. Um, I'm looking at the box score from yesterday for for this game that you're talking about, and the the Marlins lineup actually looks a lot better than Pittsburgh. I mean, it, it just looks bad. Good golly! And I, I, you, you saw that Bob texted you back and said, "Hey, you know, good thing that you're seeing the game before they they leave Pittsburgh." Um, they actually drew pretty well, right? Twenty almost twenty three thousand yesterday. Yeah, yeah. They, it, it was it was a nice crowd yesterday. It was beautiful out. It was a great, great night. Maybe that's what it was, and, and, and I'm seeing the temperature was was 73. Yeah, they what had the hell's a, going on? They had a storm come through about four o'clock. Ah, uh, just cooled everything gotcha. down. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm looking at the right. That's what I'm. The Marlins are just flat. They're just a flat team. Yeah. Um, and and they, they their marginal guys aren't 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 good at all. Like just not good at all. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, and Blade did get an at bat uh, yesterday. Yeah, he walked yesterday. He walked, yeah. And I was wrong. Uh, I forgot Cruz struck out his last at bat. So anyway, uh, any other notes for baseball? Oh, uh, just in terms of the game that you saw yesterday, um, you, you had mentioned uh, Quintana. Pitching yesterday, yeah. you must have liked what you saw yesterday. Seven innings, no no runs. Yeah, he's like a better version. Of, he, I'm gonna say better version. He throws harder than Jamie Moore does, but he's the same type of pitcher. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I I think anyone in the race uh, should be should be knocking on the Pirates' door about this guy. I I, I think what I texted you was was uh this guy you can get five innings out of this guy easily yeah yeah and and you said you you, you thought that the phillies of the cardinals should really go after him is that who you had, had, had thought about that's that, that, that that's what came into my head initially yeah get all Kyle right. Gibson um, out of there and... I, I i would think it's it would probably be more likely philadelphia than st louis not because St. Louis doesn't like him, but I'm sure the Cardinals are a little bit nervous of trading within their own division. Yeah, I don't know if you – I mean, it's it's not like you have to give up Gorman for this guy. No, but they'd have to give up somebody like an Alex Burleson, which I, I, I don't think they want to see that in, in in their own division. And Well, it's, it's changing next year, right? So you don't have to play a team 19 times. It's down to what – I think it's 12 next yeah. year or something like that. And I – I, I don't think it's what I don't think it's what the Colonels want to give up. It's just the fact that they don't want that thrown in their face again. You know, like like a Sandy Alcantara, which you know they're they're lucky to only see him. You know, two maybe two starts a year. Yeah, but it's not like it's not happening. I mean, you trade Vance like to him when you guys were yes. both in the East, but, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. Back back in the day, yeah. back in the day, yeah. I, I I guess you don't see it as as, as much. I think the Cardinals are just really nervous to trade uh, at all. I, I'm guessing if they're going to get a lefty, I'm still thinking it's going to be Bumgarner, but they just need some financial help because they're not going to pay total freight on that. Yeah, that's what I, Quintana's pretty cheap. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, which, I, which I, means you need a which means you need a top top plate prospect. 
Yeah, and and when you watch Quintana, uh, you, you can tell when he missed on a pitch, he snatched the ball. You know, the catcher threw it back and he snatched it. So he, he could he could tell he's like, all right, I, 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 that's not where I wanted that thing. And uh, he, yeah, he, he I, I think he's a professional pitcher, and I think he, he gets with the right team. He, he's gonna he's gonna help them either put him over the top to get in the playoffs or or become a problem when he throws five innings and gives up one or two runs in a playoff. So, who who would the Phillies? Who would the Phillies offer? But let's just say, uh, if you want a minor league, not not a top minor league prospect, but somebody that 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 has a chance, uh, a good chance of making a major league roster. Yeah, you know what? I I don't know because I I, I know more about the Pirates minor leagues than I do the Phillies, so I I couldn't answer oh. that. Okay, fair enough. They give up Kingry. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Well, yeah, they're they're not going to get rid of that contract, are they? Uh, yeah, they will in two years when it runs out. <laughs> when it runs out. <laughs> All right, I do have a twib note uh, brought to you by Schaefer. Schaefer, the one beer to have when you're having more than one. Uh, I had a Southern Tier two-time IPA at the ballpark. So when you put these in the notes, I was thinking the two-time IPA is is, is pretty much the, the run-of-the-mill yeah. um, beer. and. I'm glad you explained to me that it was at the ballpark because I'm I'm on their website now and and I'm looking at some 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 fantastic beers that they have. They they just make uh, some of the combinations that they have are, are just really good. And um, I'm going to get you to try um, this fall. Do me a favor when we have like our World Series podcast or something like that. I know you don't like pumpkin beer, but Southern Tier makes one of the best pumpkin beers um, of all of them. Um, and I, I see that they actually have a pumpkin uh, nitro, which I, I got to believe that thing is just so smooth. Or a, a cold, get this, they have a cold brew coffee pumpkin on, on nitro. Ah, man, this is just fantastic stuff. I'll try it. <laughs> see, but don't turn your nose up at it. I, I think you're, you're thinking of liquid uh uh, pumpkin pie or something like that, I, right? That's what's in my head, yes. Yeah. And, you know, probably the pumpkin. This isn't pumpkin spiced, I don't think. Uh, I don't know. I, Yeah. W- would you just try it? Yeah, I'll try it. All right. All right. Put it on your list. Reluctantly. I, I won't like it. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can tell. Your nose it. is already turned up at it. Yeah. You're, not, you're not going in with the right attitude. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, you have a note here, champ. Aged oh, okay. So get this, get this. I, I had bought a, a case of a case of uh, the Dogfish Head 120, oh, right? Which okay. I love that beer. And you know, with with beer of that alcohol content, you can let it age. And I pulled out um, from from the beer cellar, if you will. I pulled out one that has been aging since 2011. Oh. And I I, I shared it uh, amongst my wife and my daughter and. This this eleven year old uh, dogfish head one twenty was uh, it was unbelievable. It was so good. It was so smooth, and you could drink that uh, all day. Well, not all day. You could drink a couple of those, but you'd, you'd be you know on the floor soon. But it was really really good and smooth. And you can tell because I tried a two thousand eighteen one twenty um, a couple hours later, and you can tell by the color uh, and the aging. But it was it was delicious. Well, I'll make a deal with you. I'll try your stupid pumpkin beer if I can have some of that aged 120. 
Oof. You know what? For you, I would do it. For you, how about this? Yeah. Yes. Uh, no, no, yep. No conditions. No conditions. Yes, I will do that. Uh, I, you know what? I think I only may I only have one or two left from from the 2011 stock. Um, but yeah, we we can move into that. Absolutely. All right. Boy, that boy, you were a little reluctant on that. I was. I, I you heard me hedging, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I I could come up with excuses fast enough, so I'll yeah. think of some between now and then. All right, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I caught you off guard. Yeah. I gave you the, hey, what are you doing next weekend? I'd like it. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, um. <laughs> yeah and, and I thought I'll have to check with my wife. I, came ac- I would come across his name, so I didn't I, use that. <laughs> I got, yeah, I got this thing. Yeah, oh, brother. All right. Uh, anyway, the the beer advocate has it. Uh, the two time double IPA is eighty six. Uh, that's about where I would put it. So, yeah. All right. All right. Not. But but you know what? As far as stadium beers go, that's not a bad one to have. You know, you you don't have to have your 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 Bud Lights or your Miller Lights or whatever. I guess it's Bud Light, right? Because they have Anheuser Busch has a big contract with Major League Baseball. Yeah, that, I didn't oh. see any of that, but they have Iron City, which I do not like. Oof. Yeah, I, I think we've grown up past that. Yeah. All right, uh, what are you walking off with? All right, I got a couple of things. Uh, first is well wishes to the dudes. Um, I was texting him uh, this, this past weekend, and apparently he had his appendix removed. So oh, okay. uh, wish, wishing him well. Um you know, one would have thought that the pain in the side that he had was probably due to um, to Bob Freeze, his nemesis, but uh, apparently it was his appendix. So just wish him well. Um, the other thing I wanted to walk off with is I wanted to talk to you, Chief, um, about a lot of this um, talk about Juan Soto being traded. And is that good for baseball? Well, what's your concern? Let me. I, I. I don't know. All right. Well, I'll just answer your question first. I. I don't. I don't think it's bad. I. I. I don't think it's a problem, if that's what you're asking. Um, no. I. 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 I don't. I don't think it's bad for baseball. I. I, I don't. I don't think so either. Because I, I think you have baseball fans, talking about it. Um, I, I guess some people are looking at it from the standpoint of you know he's kind of like a flagship player kind of mm-hmm. like yeah. a Shohei Otani is in in Los Angeles or Mike Trout in you know in Los Angeles um what do you think it would take I, I guess what I'm seeing are reports that it would take four to five major league ready or soon to be major league ready prospects for the Nationals to trade him and surprisingly uh, I've seen lists that kind of make sense there's like seven or eight nine teams that could probably put something together should they want to mortgage their future for Juan Soto. Yeah, uh, a couple things. I think four to five players is a little much considering um, from the, I, I think Washington's asking a little much with five players considering he's already turned down a $400 million contract. So it's not like, hey, we can still sign him. Like that that's not happening. So um, I, I think – there are teams that can put something together, and and I think the Giants can put something together because I think they have a lot of young players that are major league ready, playing in the major leagues, or or close to being ready. Um, I don't know enough about 
the Dodger system, whether they have enough. Yeah, they're loaded. Yeah, but uh, you know they're they're going to have to deal with um, they're going to have to deal with Trey Turner or or that shortstop position, and I don't know if. I think the shortstop position is more important than what Juan Soto brings. Um, I, I, you know, I don't know if he's worth it right now. I, I just don't know. Like, you know, when, when Bonds was playing on bad teams, he was producing. This guy's not producing. This guy produced when the Washington was good. But he's, he, he's, not, he's not very productive right now. And I, and I worry about that a little bit. What, that, that's all. That, that's what I mean by that. Well, I mean, part of him not being productive is is, is also the, the lineup um, that that he's around. And, and I'm sure, as you had talked about, when people move to different situations, um, sometimes that kind of jump starts yeah. their their careers again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know if you know the Cardinals certainly have. Um, prospects that they could trade to get him. Yeah. But as, as you had pointed out already, I, I don't know. I, I would say no to a lot of the prospects that they had, had offered because you, you have them for a year and a half, and the Cardinals aren't an organization that's going to spend $400 million on a player um, or, or, or more for you know 10 years or 12 years or something like that because that's, that's the rub, as you pointed out, is what would you do after a year and a half? Well, and plus, you've given up four or five, you know, prospects. Plus, what I'm hearing is Patrick Corbin's involved in the deal. Yeah. Now, who wants to take that on, too? Well, you, you want to take it on if if you want to win the series, and that that's what I mean. I think Washington's asking too much. Like, okay, you, you, I'll take Corbin, but you're not getting five players. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'll give you two yeah. or three. Yeah. But I'm because I'm, whoever takes these guys on takes on all the risk. Washington has no risk. They're they're not signing Soto, so there's no risk involved. Yeah, right. And, and, and it's probably good for them to try and deal them now because if you if you you know fast forward to a year from now, now they've got to do something. Yeah, yeah. So, so use this time wisely to be able to you know get the best deal that you can because you're you know the franchise isn't going anywhere for the next couple of years. No, yeah, I don't know. No, and and I and I I think uh, I think Washington does a pretty good job in the last ten years. They draft well. Um, some of their guys hasn't haven't panned out, but they draft well. They sign. They're not afraid to sign free agents, um, right? Especially when they're at the spot where hey, we we can win this thing. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Here's something that might complicate it. I mean, I, I've heard rumors. I don't know if it's true that. Uh... The owner, the learners, are looking to sell the team. Okay. So yeah. I don't know if that, that, that makes it a little bit more difficult. All right. Yeah, and there's a lot of reasons why owners sell a team. Yeah, I mean, they might want to get into something. I mean, th- there could be a billion reasons why. Um, well, I'll tell you what. It, buy a lottery ticket. I think that Mega Millions is like $700 million, so you can get a piece of the Nationals. There, there you go, and, and you know what? Yeah, you don't have to be a minority owner with with seven hundred million dollars, uh, or almost three quarters of a billion dollars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so if you if you win the if you win the Mega Millions, where, where are you taking me? 
Mike taking you. Oh, see that? There's the hesitation. See that? I was no. offering you a 120 just out of the kindness of my heart, and then you can't even – with three-quarters of a billion dollars, you can't even take me anywhere. You, oh. you misinterpreted my hesitation. It's not if. It would be where. That's that's all. Okay. All right. Good it's, comeback. All right. I, I have to check with my wife. We have something going on that week. <laughs> Very nice. We have a thing. What are you walking off with? <laughs> uh, I was really impressed with the baseball etiquette paddle. That was, uh, I have enforced in quotations, enforced in Pittsburgh. It was passively enforced, but I said something to the, uh, to the usher that was in our section. I said, hey, I really appreciate you holding that paddle. And he looked at me and he said, yeah, because otherwise people would be walking up and down these aisles all, all game. And I, and I, I, I kind of chuckled at him, but uh, I appreciated the etiquette trying to be enforced. It was nice. No, I, I loved it, and I, I thought it was really curious because um, the picture you had taken, you were the only one in line. So I was wondering, did maybe he just stop just because it was you, or was there nobody else that maybe everybody else had really good etiquette and they had enough sense not to go during uh, the game? Well, and no, that you were the only one that was up. No, I was. I was. I was the one right behind him. There were other people on the side, and he was standing right in the aisle. Like, I. You, you would literally had to. You would have to bump him a little bit to get by him. That's what I mean. It, it's passively enforced. Yeah, and he had the, he had the sign, and when I I thought it was a cool sign, so um, I think m- uh, other stadiums ought to pick up on this. Good job, good job by yeah. the uh, by the Pirates. Well, when you have your t- YouTube channel, you can you can tell us where it's enforced and where it's not. Okay. Hey, r- r- real quick. I would I would watch you. By the way. <laughs> okay. Well, that's because you don't do anything. You would have time. <laughs> uh, hey, real quick about the Atani thing. Do you think he'll be traded? Uh, he, he's got, what, one more year left on his contract? It expires next year, 24? Um, I'm, I, I'm trying to look, but I, I can't spell his name. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll take a look and while, while, whilst I, I answer that. Um, will the Angels do it? Probably not. Should they do it? Absolutely. Um, they're just, it's, it, it's, it's a bad, it's, it's, it's a bad franchise, right? They, they sign players. I mean, they, they owe so much money. They're, I mean, there, there's talk that maybe, uh, I don't even know if they could trade Trout with his, with his contract now. I, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm saying that Otani is signed. What? It says signed through 2022. Oh, he's arbitration eligible in 23. And then a free agent in twenty four. So you get him for a year. So in terms, of, yeah. So in terms of arbitration, this coming season, um, we talked about uh, Mookie Betts having the largest arbitration contract in two thousand eighteen of twenty seven million. Otani's got to be in in that ballpark, right? If not more. And then Soto is the same year. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, you know, and based upon the year that he's having thus far. Um, yeah, it, now is the t- time to try to get three or four players, uh, again, for for Otani. You should easily be able to get three or four, if not four or five, um, major league-ready prospects. And, yeah, they they just need to tear it down. Yeah, I agree, because they're not going to be able to re-sign him. 
Um, I, I wouldn't think he, he's going to what, – what do you think his AAV is going to be? At least $35, 40000000 million? Well, if Soto's asking for 400 this guy can ask that because he's a pitcher too. Yeah. Right? You're like, yeah. going to give uh, that left-handed hitter who's not as good as I am four i I'm going to play right field hit, a left-handed power hitter, and pitch. And now he's older, but, you know, he's 28. Okay, so he's hitting at his prime. I mean, he, he has, you know, at least four or five um, very good years left, and then we'll see how his career tails off. But, you know, he can move to just being an everyday DH later. You know, now that there's, there's a DH everywhere, um, he still has a lot of value. Yeah, I'd, I'd get him out After of that field right away. Yeah. All right, uh, so we're back on next so- Monday. Yeah, next next Monday, and I think maybe what we'll talk about. Um, I had just noticed that I had done some research when you talked about you hadn't seen a MVP um, like um, like Bellinger fall off so quickly. So I had done some research looking at the last ten years of of MVPs. So maybe we'll we'll talk about that next week. Hey, real quick, you got Kyle Finnegan for two dollars. Oh wait, oh okay, I did. Yep, you also got wow, look, Jake McCarthy look. for two dollars. Okay. Um, Statman got Austin Nola. Uh, he, here's a guy I thought of, David Dahl. He kind of dropped off. Bearcats picked up David Dahl for a dollar. Um, Bulls pick up Jose Urena for a dollar, and the Hawks pick up Albert Pujols. You know, I was thinking about picking up pool holes yesterday, and look at all these bids. Uh, top bids are two dollars, three two dollar bids, and three one dollar bids. That's where we are, right? Everybody's gearing up for a couple weeks. Hey, um, just real quick, can you tell everybody uh, again trade deadline? Yeah, trade deadline for Major League Baseball is the second. Ours is the okay. fourth, meaning you have to have the everything in the website close a business on the fourth so we get through the three days to um close all finalize all deals on the seventh so be mindful that there is no redos here uh you know we've had a couple trades rejected this year so people have that button you know ready to go with the not approved so um make sure you think you can get it through all right. All right, Chief. Sounds good. Listen, enjoy your uh, your day in Pittsburgh, and I'll talk to you uh, next Monday. All right. Have a good week.